Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio High School Hoops Around the State podcast. I am your host, Kurt Stubbs, and I just want to thank you for joining us today. We are going to be talking about the Nike Peach Jam, which gets underway today um, in North Augusta, Georgia. Uh, To do that, we're going to bring on a man that I think can rival the dropping of the Focus 3 podcast today with Tim Kite and Urban Meyer. Uh, So we're going to talk about the two teams that are down in North Augusta from Ohio, all Ohio Reds 17 and under, who finished 7-6 in the regular season, qualified for the prestigious Peach Jam. Uh, They started the season at 1-4, but got things turned around in Indianapolis before uh, taking off and eventually qualifying for the show. Uh, Also, NEO True Game is down there in the 16-and-under division. Uh, They finished 8-and-1 in the regular season. I think they have a very good chance of making some real noise down there, so uh, we're going to talk about that as well. The man we're going to bring on today is the head coach of All Ohio Red 17U. He's been around the block many, many times. He's coached at the high school level. He's coached at the junior college level. He's currently back in the high school game as well at Cincinnati Winton Woods. Um, he's been around the AAU game for a long, long time. Uh, today, uh, we bring on my buddy and fellow wrestling fanatic, Mr. Corey Tucker. Coach Tuck, what's going on? Stubbs, what's going on, brother? How are you? How's North Augusta? Hot. It's hot. (laughs) And the games haven't started yet, and it's already hot. Well, we're talking here with uh, Corey Tucker with All Ohio Red, better known as Coach Tuck. Um, Coach, why don't you give uh, my listeners a little bit of background on yourself before we get rolling into this? Where, where did it all get started for you in coaching? Uh, Stubbs, it started in 2003 at Toledo Woodward High School. Uh, I started there as a freshman coach, um, did two years there and had some success and Went on from there to uh, be the varsity coach for the next two years um, and, and turned the program all the way around to the point where we um, had had the first winning season in 50 years. And I actually won Ohio High School uh, Division One Northwest Ohio Coach of the Year and then got into college, junior college. Um, I did four years at Owens and then four years at Cincinnati State. Um, and then continually have, I've done AAU for, since I started coaching in 2003, I think I may have taken one or two years off here and there, but I've been continuously doing AAU every year. Um, started with, uh, Jimmy Jackson's program, the Toledo Stars, uh, went on to team Toledo with, with Jimmy Jackson, um, and then had a little individual success and did a little work with Jerry Watson with an all-Ohio great team with me and Corey Albertson. We had a little bit of success there. Um, went to OBC, um, and that's where I really got into the shoe company thing and linked up with Mike Duncan and Adidas and did four good years there and had a lot of good success. 
this is my uh, fifth year with All Ohio here on the Nike EYBL circuit. So it's it's been a good run. Yeah, I think when uh, I first met you, um, you were with Team Toledo, I believe. Uh, and then you, like you'd mentioned, you got in and uh, started coaching with OBC, where your name really kind of started to surface. Um, and then uh, the last few years you've been with All Ohio Red. Um, now, Coach Tuck coaches All Ohio Red 17 and under, and they have qualified for the Peach Jam. Uh, and for those of you guys out there that don't know, uh, th- this is not uh, mom and pops basketball here. This isn't Jim's Tire Shop against Bill's Pizza Shop. Uh, th- th- this is uh, this is as good as it gets uh, on the grassroots level. And this uh, qualifying for the Peach Jam it is very prestigious. It's not easy to do. Um, Ohio did not have a, a great season uh, last year. Two years ago, I think they came in as the number one seed, uh, but did not. Uh, end up winning it. So being back uh, in the Peach Jam is a big deal. Uh, you guys started the year uh, one and four, I believe, had a rough start down in Atlanta. Uh, and then you guys got it going in Indianapolis. Uh, you got wins over Team United, Alabama Fusion, and uh, Team Why Not, which was a huge win. The only team you lost to out there was Seattle Rotary. So when you left uh, Indianapolis, Tuck, you guys were at four and four. Were you feeling pretty good about things at that point? We were feeling like we had a chance. You know, we were feeling like we put ourselves in position to make the make Dallas real interesting if we just came out of that thing and won three games. It, it's funny because as you, you know, we're traveling down here and we're talking and the kids brought it up to me. They said, Coach, we didn't understand – we were watching, we were in, in Atlanta, and this is before we got our first win against Expressions. And Mac Irvin uh, had just won a game in like thrilling fashion. They had took and, you know, stripped the uh, jaw, victory from the jaws of defeat, as they say. Like they had really won the game, then they almost lost it and came back and won it. And the kids for Mac Irvin were so excited. And my kids were looking around like, man, they had, like they just won the championship. And I got mad. Because I said, y'all don't understand how hard it is to just get one win in this thing. I said, just to get one win, that's why they're so passionate about it. And, of course, they admitted, they said, man, what is Coach talking about? Like, he don't have a clue. Well, we went on and won the next one. And then we proceeded to lose the next three after that. So, I think they understood after that, you know, and they admitted. They said, Coach, we understood what you mean now. Like, just to get one is so... It's so hard because these kids are so good. The talent level is so high. They play so hard, and you never have a game off. There's never a game off in every every pool I've ever been in or situation. Even with OBC, you knew you looked at the schedule and said, "Well, that's a game we know we can. We don't. We, even if we don't play our best, we can still win." I haven't been through one of them games this year, Stubbs, in the, with a. With a seven and six record to get into this thing, it, unbelievable, man, unbelievable. And it, it's 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 something that you love, but it's it's as stressful as it gets. So, but yeah, the the interesting thing is knowing you. Uh, when you guys came back from Atlanta at one and three, I, I was thinking to myself that there's no way Tuck is going to continue continue to do things the same way. Uh, he's going to make some moves because. Um, 
if, if you guys don't understand, like travel basketball at the level that you're coaching at in in the EYBL or Under Armour or Adidas, whatever, it's you're recruiting guys year round just the same way, and maybe even more because you can have more contact than the college coaches, and. Um, I think it's even more difficult because guys can leave uh, the program or jump teams here, there, and everywhere much easier than they can in college. So what you guys are doing is very difficult. So I knew when you came back from Atlanta at one and three, you were not going to rest on your laurels there and just play out mm-hmm. the string. And, mm-hmm. and you, in a typical Tuck fashion, you went out and made a couple of moves. Um, can you talk about some of those additions that you, you made to uh, obviously – upgrade the team well you know what happened a couple were made by necessity um it's funny you say that john hugley just left my room here his team is staying at the same hotel we're staying in and um i was talking to him before a minute and uh he, he ended up leaving us and going to speaks um and so with that being the case i uh I had to go and get a big fella. So, um, you know, why not go get the other, the, who people rate as the second or third best big, whoever you're talking to. Uh, shout out to my man, um, Mike Roth. And uh, so I, second or third, but anyway, uh, you know, uh, Mo Njai. And Mo was an unbelievable upgrade for us um, as far as protecting the rim, rebounding, playing with a motor, um, really high IQ basketball coming from, you know, a coach that we, we both all respect over there, Brooks Cup, over at uh, Centerville. So I knew I was getting a high IQ guy. So uh, we were able to get him from C2K. Um, and then Donovan Johnson, a five-star kid out of Pennsylvania um, who can fill it up. And he's he did that a lot for us uh, and has continued to do that for us. But I think one of the bigger pickups for us was Garvin Clark. Um, Who's he with? <laughs> Garvin with <laughs> nobody, <laughs> so you know that that's our running joke. But it's like you know he um he came to us and I've been trying to get him for two three for three years, and he, he actually reached out to me and we had a conversation and I told him this is what it's gonna be. But I still was like waiting for him to to bolt, and um he played with us in Speece and then he played with us in Indy and in, in, in Indy and. And not till I started him against Team United did we start to take off. And once he started in Team United against Team United, him, Donovan, and Mo, um, you know, I don't, I don't claim to be the world's greatest coach, but when you add three players who are going to play mid-major basketball or above, it definitely makes your team better. And then I got, a, I kind of got a commitment from Javon Garcia to just, you know, go all in. And once I got his commitment to go all in, it kind of the things started to turn around for us. But even then, you know, we had we knew we had to go three and one in Indy and that was tough with the schedule we had and these kids, um, they didn't blink. CJ Anthony, Don Penn, Marcus Johnson, you know, kind of guys who've been kind of the backbone of this thing. They didn't blink. So Yeah, good. Donovan Johnson, for those of you guys who don't know, that's uh the younger brother of Cameron Johnson who just uh was in the um, actually he got picked up in the lottery. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Cameron was kind of a late bloomer. Um, Donovan is trending a, a little bit quicker um, on that scale than Cameron did. Uh, but still, Donovan's probably best basketball is still ahead of him. Uh, like you mentioned, a guy that can really fill it up, left-handed kid. Um, that was a huge pickup for you, Big Mo. Big Mo's the best um, 
to me, he's the most dominant uh, defensive force in Ohio right now, the way he can protect the rim. And as you mentioned, he's, he's very, he's, he's got a very high IQ because a lot of guys that are big like him, they want to go up and, you know, they want to block everything. A lot of times Mo can just get position and make you shoot over him, which is very difficult to do anyway. But that, that was a huge pickup and, and Garcia from uh, pick central, um, who will be doing a, a year of post-grad, uh, he had, and I know he didn't make the all-breakout team, which was kind of a shock and a little bit of a crime right. uh, that he did not make that breakout team, but he, he had a fantastic um, EYBL regular season. Uh, and then you guys go to Dallas, uh, and you end up 3-2 and two there. You beat the Star- Georgia Stars, Brad Beal Elite, and Howard Pooley to close it out. Um, you also play the New York Lightning and Team Takeover is always very, very good. Um, so you end up with a seven and six regular season record. Now, coaches, is there any surprises or is it just pretty much the same roster you're you're you've got intact down there? Uh same same roster intact. You know, we added Obina Killing for for that last session in Dallas. Um out of West Virginia, six nine athletic uh forward who um, really is a great defensive stalwart. He's that guy that can guard that versatile four-man that we all seem to run into, that can put it on the floor, can shoot the team. He's a great addition for us. And then we brought back Devontae Blanton, who dealt with some injury issues. He got hurt in the San Ignatius game. Um, so we kind of brought we brought him back for the PCM to see if he can give us a little bit of a, a, little bit of a kick in the front court and see what he can do. So... It's exciting. The roster hasn't changed much. We did add one guy, but the guys uh, have had a great weekend of training camp, and we practiced today. So the guys are excited, man. They're really excited to kick this thing off tomorrow. You you cannot in this league. It cannot be a, uh, overstated. You you cannot have enough size uh, when you look down the, these rosters of the the remaining teams and even all the teams in the league. I mean. The, the thing with Ohio, which makes this even more impressive that you guys are down there is, is uh, you're not, I mean, Ohio, Columbus, big, it's, it's, it's a big state, but it's not, it's not DC. It's not Cali. Um, so the fact that you're down there and then, you know, it's, it's tough because some of the guys uh, in, in Ohio that we have that, that historically would have been playing for all Ohio are now, have some other options and even guys are going out of state. So what you have done with this group and, and piecing this team together is quite incredible. And, and I found it interesting. And I'm look, I'm looking at your uh, uh, five slated games that you guys got. And, and two of these games are rematches from the regular season. Uh, you get another shot at Indy heat, which ironically the first time, and you mentioned Hughley, the first time you guys played them, Hughley was playing for you guys. Uh, And now he'll be on the other side. In that game, Javon Garcia had 27. Uh, It wasn't enough. Jaden Ivey, 28, and Caleb first 20 uh, for Indy Heat. And then the other game uh, that's a rematch is is against a very, very good team. Why not? Um, Jerry Watson loves that name, by the way. Um, Uh, Why not? (laughs) Well, why not? He – he cannot he get over crack that. up every time he says that joke. And well, why not? Yeah, that's a Jerry Watson original. So. Yeah, he he cannot get over the name of that team. 
but you guys got them 71 68 and Andy uh, Garcia had 16 Donovan Johnson 15 Garvin Clark 11 uh, and then on the other side Namari Burnett who is one of the better scorers in the country had 20 in that game Adder- Addison Patterson a kid from Canada uh, who plays high school ball in uh, Arizona and then Jalen Green had 12 do you know if is Jalen Green still with the is he with those guys still Still with him, um, okay. healthy. Uh, happened to see him today walking around. I said, "Where's your boot?" <laughs> he said, "You forgot your boot from Dallas." He said, "No, I'm good now, coach." And I said, "Man, like, why do I have to play this man three times? Like, this would be I, I played him with the Oakland Soldiers the first game of the session. That's right. That's Car- 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 Carmelo Anthony, uh, four or five other NBA players at the game. Let's just say they weren't there to watch us." Um, <laughs> We 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 piss off the game. We should have won the game. Um, and then I see him again the next session with Team Why Not, and then they put him back. So I guess it's just meant for me to play this kid. But I, I tell you what, there's a kid out of South High School who, if I give if I clip up every single game he's played against Jalen Green, Marcus Johnson can easily get himself a scholarship because he's held that kid to twelve and twelve the last two times we played him. So you know, Marcus is eager. Um, I'm pretty sure Jalen has no idea who Marcus is, but Marcus knows who he is, and Marcus is, is eager for that challenge. So we're excited. We're excited. We, 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 those guys are tough. Um, and the one who scares you is Addison because he's he, he didn't even really really play super-duper hard against us. It was an 8 a.m. game for them. It was like a 5 a.m. game because of the time zone. So, right. You know, he, he really didn't go-go. But uh, when he does, he's dangerous. And, of course, you already said Burnett. So, you know, we got a murderous row in this pool, and we are we know what we got. We know we know what's in front of us. So. Yeah, I got a chance to see uh, Patterson. I want to say he was in the eighth grade maybe. I mean, I never can tell fully when those guys come from Canada what exactly grade they're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I saw him at the fly into the hoop. Um, this past year, mm. he just, he was just so smooth. Uh, the game is very uh, comes pretty effortlessly to him. Um, I think he he's he's very very talented, and you know they're gonna they're obviously gonna be ready ready to go. That's your opener on Wednesday, uh, being that you got him last time. But when I'm looking down your your pool here, um, man, this is this is brutal. Uh, I mean, I mean, you got, uh, you got those guys and then you've got Vegas elite and and the, uh, the night riders out of, uh, elite out of Florida on Mm -hmm. Thursday. And then Friday, you know, you get uh, a day off, you get Macker and fire. Uh, and then you also get, uh, Indy heat on Friday as well. So, man, when I was looking down then, I mean, this is, (laughs) this is not going to be fun. I mean, it is going to be fun. But um, the level of, of talent on the other side, uh, you guys got your work cut out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's an understatement. We, we understand it. I mean, Knight Riders is what they are. They, if they put it together, they could probably win this whole thing. They've got so much individual talent over there. It's ridiculous. Um, and then you look at, you know, Speaks is Speaks. I mean, they, they've got great players. They run the – they're efficient on offense. Um, they don't make many mistakes. Um, 
Vegas Elite averages 93 points a game. They scored 142 points in the game this year. Um, so they want to get out and go. The pace of the game, you know, that I've watched the game where team final beat them, and I literally thought I was watching. See, you're, you're an old basketball guy like me, Stubbs. The Cavaliers with Steve Coulter in 1995. <laughs> they were walking that ball up the floor. Team final was walking that thing up the floor every chance they got. There was no fast break points. They were not. They were just trying to eat as much clock, and that's how you got to beat those guys. Because I, I explained it to my guys the other day. We don't have. Uh, we we have a gun with one clip. We don't have we don't have any reloads. Once we shoot that clip, that's it. We don't have no more bullets to shoot. The other teams like Phenoms and you know uh, Texas Titans, they can reload a, a three or four times. So. We have to make sure when we play Vegas, we control the pace and we keep it at our pace. Um, it's going to be a big game for Garvin because Garvin likes to play fast, but those guys play a whole nother level of fast. So um, we actually played them last year when they were 16. So we've had a little bit of experience with them, and we know what hurts them and we know what they're good at, but that was last year. These guys are a year better, a year stronger. So, And then Mac Irvin, you know, they're always tough. They got the defensive player of the year, the EYBL, a seven-footer in the middle. Um, so, you know, uh, that, that's how we finish it off there, you know, but, uh, no pool is easy. No team has an easy walk anywhere, but our, we feel like it's just as hard as the next man. So we just got to get out there and fight. So. Yeah. You mentioned Vegas elite who you guys get on Thursday. Um, Josh Christopher, uh, ends up on second team, uh, all EYBL. Jaden Hardy was one of the top underclassmen. Julian Strother, Noah Tate's a, a shooter from um, Bishop Gorman, and then uh, the big fella. I don't exact. How does this guy pronounce his last? Sissoko? Matty yeah, Sissoko? Uh, I just call him the big fella in the middle. Yeah, he is a large human being. Who, um, who, who told me at the Elite 100 this year, oh, I gave up football. <laughs> I said, well, you, I said, you just gave up about $100 million. <laughs> you kidding me? You gave up football? <laughs> yeah, you better rethink that. You better rethink that because this is – you're good now, but that football was – that, that was his moneymaker. So. Yeah, that, that, that is a grown man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, it's, needless to say, Big Mo's going to have his work cut out with that one because he, he, he's, a, he's a people mover. That kid moves – he moves you. So. You guys get the Night Riders on Thursday uh, after that. Um, you mentioned them briefly. Uh, Scotty Barnes and uh, Isaiah Todd. That's quite a, a a duo for those guys, along with Cameron Woods and Dudley Blackwell. Uh, they, they will be uh, very formidable as well. Finished eight and five, but um, like you said, if they could put it together, they are very capable of winning that thing as well. They have struggled all year to finally like play together. Um, I think they finally started to figure it out the last session. Um, so they're dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, anytime Scotty Barnes is your point forward, I mean, you're talking about a kid who's like six, seven, six, eight. Like that's that's crazy. That's crazy. And, he, and he's got great court vision. But you know, we we got a game plan for all of them, and hopefully, you know, everybody like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a game plan until you get punched. <laughs> and then right, you get punched. Like uh, you better start making some adjustments. But uh, you know, again, we're excited, man. We think we got an opportunity to go out here, and like I tell them. We're playing with house money. 
Um, you know, so nobody expects much of us. So let's go in here and make some noise and piss some people off and, you know, see what happens. Are, they, are the guys looking forward to that game against Indy Heat with uh, – well, I mean, it's it's a rivalry anyway. I mean, you guys see them quite a bit uh, in other tournaments outside of the EYBL. But, you know, with Big John over there now, are the guys pretty excited about that game? Oh, yeah. You know I, you know, you know me now, Stubbs. I put a little bounty, <laughs> little bounty on that game right there. Like, that's one that's going to be extra sweet. And those guys, they, we talked about it the other day. Like, it's – not just because it's Big John over there, but anybody. It could have been anybody who may have went over there. Like, you know, we we feel like you know we were we were left out to dry. Not so much by him, but by everybody. And you know, we've talked about it before. Like, my guys, my coaches. You know, these, these players kind of rallied around each other because we didn't have anybody else who thought we would we would make it after that one or three session. And I remember me and you were exchanging text messages, and you said, "Tuck, you got to rally the troops." And you know, we go to we go to India and lose to Seattle Rotary, and we're like, man, how is this gonna happen? But these guys play through it, so you know, for us, you know, this this is a hell of an adventure. You know, we had a we had a crazy session, one, two, and then three, we kind of pulled it out, and now we're in the Peach Jam, baby, and we're here to make some noise, man. We're what, here to make a lot of noise. What's the so you guys will play uh, your five games, and then how does it work after that? The five games are played, and then the top two come from each pool, and everybody else you can stay and watch or go to Atlanta and go shopping or go home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. Like, it, it's not a whole lot other than that. Nike said we guarantee you five, and that's what you get. You get your five. So, you know, we're, we, we're going to get our five and see where we lay and kind of go from there, but I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, man, all, all Ohio has not been, you know, what they were for a while now, you know, for that good long stretch when Quentin Rogers was with the program. And then even a couple of years after he left, he left a good foundation. Um, when I came here, I qualified with the 15 group of uh, Francis and Amari Davis and all them. Um, didn't get to finish on with that group. And then, I'm, I'm you know, with this group here, uh, Don Penn and Tay-Tay Blanton are the only ones who from the original group. So, uh, those guys, you know, play hard for me. Um, contrary to what Mike Roth thinks, uh, Tay Tay Bland, still a good player, really good player. Shout out to Mike Roth, Ohio University, class of uh, 2029. Uh, you know, he's going to be a doctor, so it takes a while. To you you can you can catch him on Twitter pretty much anytime. Catch him on, oh yeah, catch him on Twitter. Um, absolutely. So you know, but at the end of the day, man, it's it's guys like you who supported us all year long, and I'm appreciative, Corey. Um, true guys who I've known for years who know my heart and know why I do this. I don't do this for Nike. I didn't do it for Adidas. I do it for the kids. And I want to see them all succeed, man. And these guys have, uh, they've earned this. They've earned being here and they've earned being, you know, called Peach Jam qualifiers. And now we're going to go out here and see if we can. We can still win tomorrow. We still win tomorrow. Then everybody's going to know who we are. So, No, Tuck, I, I think um, you are a guy that, truly truly loves the game of basketball and not just not just travel ball but high school, any level of ball um you you are a fan of the game um as well as a coach you're you're a fan um of basketball in general uh which it makes it easy to root for you because you i truly believe that you obviously want to win with all ohio but you you root for other guys. You root for other other teams to do well. I mean, obviously, you want to win, but 
Um, that's what I've always admired about you. You truly do love the game of basketball. You're not there for, um, you know, you. Uh, you. You're there for the kids and um, to to better the program and just to, to give those kids an opportunity to uh, maybe better their life in some way. Yeah, and that's what it's about, stuff. Paying forward, man. Somebody a long time ago, you know, reached out and helped me years ago. So, you know, I surround myself with great coaches. You know, Jason Moss has been with me for years. He uh, he got me into the game as we started in 2003 in Woolworth. Um, and I've had a lot of great guys along the way who I've been able to mentor, who've mentored me. So, you know, it's all about paying forward. And you're right, you know, I, I want – everybody to have success. I want all the guys from Ohio to go out this, this this live period and get out there and put their best foot forward and come back and have an opportunity to go to college for free. That's what I tell my parents. Like, the recruiting pitch ain't hard for me. I want your son to go to school for free. I want him to sit down when he has a chance at the end of, the, end of his time playing with us to have options to go to school for free. I'm not going to say it's Division One. It may be Division Two. But he's gonna have a chance to get a free college education, and that's that's what I want to promise you. If he comes here and does the things that he's supposed to do, so ultimately that's what we do it for. Um, and that's you know that's part of that's part of the spiel. But that's why I'm in it. I'm not in it for nothing else. I don't want to coach college no more. I don't want to chase that brass ring of being a Division One coach. If I can have a great high school job somewhere and finish off my career doing that way and still do AAU. That's my goal, but I'm not chasing no dreams out here. I just want to help these kids, man, because they, they they need help. A lot of them need it, and they don't know it, but they need a lot of help. So. And uh, from from Coach Tuck, that's not just that's not just co- coach speak or lip service. He does truly mean that. Uh, coach, I, I wanted to uh, ask you one more thing before I, I know you're you're busy and probably got a game of two K or. Uh, maybe catch up on some SmackDown hey, tonight. Tell you something real quick. I've been whooping these kids in 2K since I've been down here, bro. <laughs> and they won't let me play no more. Like, I whooped on Tay Tay Blanton, Javon Garcia, Valentine, Donovan Johnson. They, so they went in there and created some rosters. And Don, and Cameron Johnson's on the game now. I, I, I'm not a smart man, but I know he just got drafted two weeks ago. There's no way he's on the video game already. So these kids are cheating. They're making fake rosters. They're doing tomorrow. So I'm not gonna be part of that. They they I'm can't be. Part they, part can't beat they, they can't beat you. They can't beat you. Without creating, so these are uploaded rosters. I said, what geek sat around for the draft, listening to Chauncey Billups, and made rosters for 2K? I said, I'm not not playing these rosters, man. So I'm in the, I'm in my own room with my coaches, man. We're watching TV. We're not allowed to play the game because I've been whooping on them all through training camp. So they don't want no smoke, man. By the way, you're 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 uh, your podcast with Corey with the uh, the the NBA draft preview. That that was pretty good. I mean, they don't pay you millions of dollars to do that preview, and I I feel like your your comparisons were, were much better than Chauncey Billups. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. When Chauncey Billups said that RJ Bear was like Jalen Rose because they're left because they're left handed, I almost shut the draft off, bro. Because I just <laughs> the Chauncey comparisons are terrible. But um, yeah, that that was fun. It's always fun to get on with those guys, man. I'm glad to be on here with you guys for the first time like i told Corey, we need to get up me and chaz need to get on one and really bust some people's stomach because that's my guy man it's always fun to get chaz you you know chaz is down there or he's roaming around somewhere i look Uh, for him at zaxby's i look for him at cookout i haven't found him yet so you know the only few other places to look but i i know where i I pretty sure i can find him 
at the local Hooters, um, <laughs> where all the all the basketball coaches will be at tomorrow night. That's where you find any Division One coach you're looking for, from Tom Izzo to, to Dennis Felton, is uh, down there at uh, the local Hooters here. Definitely there for the wings, I'm sure. Absolutely, because I no 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 offense against Gusta, but uh, the, the the slim pickings. I'll just leave it like <laughs> the slim pickings. This ain't Atlanta, and the damn sure ain't Orlando. Uh, slim pickings down here. Well, it is before nine, so Chaz could still be out on a mini golf course because I know he he frequents those miniature golf courses quite uh, quite often. So I, I I wouldn't doubt that he's out there trying to get his part two on. Uh, <laughs> But bar none, one of the funnier guys in basketball. Oh man, but brings brings so much. Like I, he's one of those guys, and he'll tell you, whenever he sees my team play, no matter where we're at, I always text him that night, and I want his real evaluation of my team because he always gives it to you the right way, and I value his opinion that much. And I've been doing it for years. This goes back to OBC days, and even before, I would text him and say, "Tell me what you thought about my guy." And he gives me a breakdown of our guy, my guys. And I go back and tell him, listen, somebody whose opinion I respect thinks you need to work on this, this, and this. And you can take it or you can leave it. But this is a guy who's been helping kids get in school for years. So I think you should listen to it because we're, we're all pretty much on the same page. So great guy, unbelievable sense of humor. And it's always good to get together with him. Uh, we got together at that coaches showcase a couple of weeks ago. And that's where they introduced me to the, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mike Brown. Oof. Coach, the, the one last thing I wanted to ask you about, um, I don't know how much, you know, with you doing 17s, how much you got to see, um, but there is one other Nike team from Ohio down there in the 16U division. Any mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. true game uh, finished 8-1 and one in the uh, regular season, and then they will get Vegas Elite. You play Canada and Team Durant. How much, have you uh, got to see that team a whole lot? Saw him a bunch. Saw him a bunch because I'm a big fan um, of, of Coach and what she does and how hard she gets her guys to play. Um, those guys play extremely hard. And I tell you what, nobody in Ohio has had a better spring than Malachi Brown. That kid has taken all the way off, and he is – he's ascended. Like, he's – without a question, I, without question, is the top prospect in that class in Ohio. And I know I probably get looked at crazy because I've got one in our program that everybody's pretty high on. Um, but that kid goes out there and does it every night. And he does it at a high level. And then I saw him do it at the Elite 100. So that team's going to be good. I mean, when you add uh, Sincere Harris, who's probably one of the top three freshmen in the state, and then you add the guy out of uh, – the kid out of Michigan. Oh, Ty Rogers. out of Michigan is really good. So, um, Ty Rogers. Ty Rogers, unbelievable, unbelievable. Right. So, you know, he plays at a high, high level. So that's one of the things, man. Like, you get, you get those – you get the, the, that type of kid and, the, and you get him to buy in right away because he's an extremely un, un, unselfish kid. Um, it, it, They're very good, and they have a really good chance to, to come down here and make some noise. I know our, our 16 team three years ago with Matt Sylvester came down here and won it. And that team was eerily similar. They had a couple guys. It was really just a bunch of guys that played together. So it could be interesting. Well, Tuck, as always, I appreciate you. And, uh, man, we'll be rooting for you back here in Ohio, man. I appreciate it, brother, man. Anything you need, let me know. And, man, I love to get back on here. 
Uh, shout out to my boy uh, Jason Morrow. Um, I think we set a date in in August for his eternal uh, rest in peace. And you know, stuff. I got to get back home, man, because uh, Sunday pay per view, brother. Absolutely. And Morrow don't want that smoke. Morrow don't want none of that smoke, man. He's been hiding, ducking, dodging. I don't know, but he's gonna get it. He's got to get it. Well, Tuck, you enjoy yourself down there in the south and uh, bring us one back home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, Tuck. You got it, man.